0: 7
1: to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabi Okay, good morning uh, to everybody. Uh, first of all, I am uh, very glad to, to, to be here. And secondly, i like to apologize to the, the head coach, uh, Hugo Bross, is need, uh, not here uh, for this camp. So, uh, the federation... Uh, uh, of uh, South Africa know the, the the reason. I don't have to, to repeat one, once uh, uh, ago, uh, more. But uh, we have uh, uh, the rest of the staff, we have to prepare the team. I guess Uganda and uh, me and uh, my colleague, Her- uh, Hermann, going to help together with the rest to prepare in a normal way. To get a good result uh, against uh, Uganda, I know that uh, uh, all these things now that, uh, that our doctors say is not uh, imperfect uh, situation to prepare this game because uh, some players uh, it's injury, uh, some players uh, of 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 course of the COVID uh, problems, but we're gonna try our best in the coming days to prepare the team who can uh, have a good and positive result against Uganda. It's a new, uh, 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 we open a new page. We know that uh, how to finish the, the pre- uh, previous uh, uh, games for the national team. But uh, we said that yesterday in a small meeting, tonight we're going to have again, uh, once more, to talk, to prepare us, not just uh, 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 physically, but also mentally, to be strong, uh, for the uh, next uh, uh, days and the game, and also for the next uh, qualification games, uh, which coming uh, uh, very soon in September.
2: Good evening, everybody. Thank you for staying with us on S A F M and for joining us on the spot show S A F M spot on. I am Tabi Somasiya and. Um, Katleho is producing the show. Sylvester Kumane is in technical. That clip we've opened with. That is the new assistant coach of Bafana Bafana. The overseas assistant coach, coach Janevsky Shadome. He says you can just call him Shadow. Shadow is better. Um, if you, if Janevski Shadome is uh, too long for you, it's too complicated. Anyway, he was speaking. He's in the country. He was speaking um, ahead of this. Week's friendly match against Uganda. Um, he was alongside Helman Imkalel at the press conference yesterday. And they will be leading the team, of course, in the absence of Hugo Bruce, who's gone back to home to Belgium to um, get a second vaccination jab so these two then will be leading the team as Janevsky Sedoma is from Macedonia but is coached in Belgium and that's where he met Hugo Bruce and they've known each other for over 20 years now as we heard from Hugo Bruce when he was on at the show so good luck to this technical team of Bafana. Bafana I also saw today in the pictures that a goalkeeper coach Lakishiburi is is back in the national team setup he was training the goalkeepers and some of the the visuals that I saw from today's training session of Bafana Bafana. Anyway, tonight on the show, we're going to pick up where we left off last week or the past uh, few weeks where we've been reviewing, reviewing the major leagues around Europe, the major leagues around the world. We've gone over to Spain, to Italy, to England and to France and also discussed the Bundesliga after they wrapped up their seasons. And now it's time to look back at the best league of them all. Best league in the world. Our favorite league ever. And that is the PSL's Premiership. Okay, favorite for me anyway. It is finished now, even though there are still playoffs to be played or will there be playoffs this season? We still wait to see, but we will look back at what happened in the premiership and you can also send us your views. And that's why we open the lines for you to send questions and comments because we can't think of everything or have similar thoughts. So your contribution is very important, folks. Instead of tweeting, um, why did you not ask this question? Send us your questions so that they can be answered and that number for voice notes is 061-4104-107 and in that spirit of looking back at the season that was we're actually going to start our show by having a conversation with goalkeeper of the season sundown's number one dennis onyango after yet another league winning campaign where they only considered 14 goals only 14 from 30 games and please do send us through your questions or your comments for Dennis Onyango. It also gives us a chance to talk about his retirement from the national team. It was announced a couple of months ago, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Must, must, must have been a while ago uh, when it was announced. But at the time, he wasn't able to speak to us about that. Uh, but I'm sure he'll be able to talk to us about uh, retiring from the national team and why he felt that it was the right time to retire from the national team. So, uh, once again, that number for voice notes on WhatsApp is 061 4104 107. I already see on, on social media there are a couple of questions already for Dennis Onyango, and it helps if you use the hashtag safm spot on then so we can just it'll be easy for us to find uh, the tweets so that's what we're going to be doing today we're going to talk to Dennis Onyango, and then we're going to talk to velele Mnyandu award-winning sabc sports reporter is going to help us look back at the season that was and yes he was part of the judging panel at the psl award so we all know what the first question is going to be tabiso musia on safm and let's get straight into it and welcome our first guest, uh, Sundown's goalkeeper, goalkeeper of the season, uh, won the league again with the Brazilians. And uh, Dennis Onyango joins us on the line. Dennis, good evening from us on SAFM. Thank you very much for being able to speak to us tonight.
0: Good evening to you and good evening to the listeners.
2: Thanks, Dennis. I know we're going to... Before we reflect on the season so far, we're going to have to start off on a sad note. How did the news of Tulani Tusa's passing hit you? Because I know that you were very close. We've seen pictures of you guys together on social media and a lot of people are still in shock.
0: Yeah, of course it was a shock because, I mean, after winning the league and uh, something like that comes up, uh, it kills the whole morale, but... uh, uh, it's 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 really sad because I think he was celebrating our league title and that's when the news came in in the morning. And uh, I, I was one of the first few guys on the scene. And uh, it's really sad that we've lost such a person. And he was a very young man and he's rest in peace.
2: Yes. And how do you choose to remember him, Dennis? He's
0: one guy who was always jolly and uh, available because mm. I remember... Uh, the time, I told him, uh, Tulani, to would you help me fetch my kids from school? Because I had a, a meeting somewhere. And imagine he was coming all the way from for, from Midrand to come help me fetch my kids in four ways. And he was available. He made himself available. And he was always available anytime you need him. And a uh, very, uh, very good guy, ready to give advice on each and everything. But uh, unfortunately, God has taken him away from us.
2: Yes, and we can't question God's timing. But let's let's move on, and condolences once again to his family and the details of the memorial and the funeral are out there on social media as we heard from Andy Andile yesterday, and for those who also want to assist, but we will share them with you also, so you can just check our social media accounts. But let's just go back a few days ago, Dennis. Let's start with the Goalkeeper of the Season Award because you dedicated it to your family, your coaches, and, and teammates. Just talk to us about why it was important to make that dedication for you.
0: Well, of course, in this... Uh uh, difficult times. First of all, I will thank uh, all the keepers who have m- uh, made it possible for me to become a better goalkeeper. Uh, first of all, from Sundown and, uh, of course, the entire league because when they do well, they 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 push me to do as much as they are doing. So, uh, they've really inspired me and uh, pushed me to the limit to be able to get 15 clean sheets in a season and, of course, <clears throat> working a little bit harder on myself because, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, when you clock 30, people believe that you're finished, but when at, at 35, at the six, I'm able to get 15 clean sheets, it shows that, uh, it's possible at any age. So for me, I think it's been, it's been very important and it's been, uh, very, very difficult for me to, to try and, uh, get to those numbers in the past few years, because in the past few years I was getting, uh, the maximum was 11 or 12 clean sheets, but, uh, of course, with the belief that I had and the people around me, especially my family and uh, my, my, my my fellow colleagues at Sundown, they made it possible for me and they pushed me, as I say, to the limit. And of course, the coaching staff, because uh, especially Coach Rolani was all the time reminding me how I must get the clean sheet for the team because we always create chances to score goals. So... Uh, It was one clean sheet at a time and uh, eventually I got to 15. Uh, I would have loved more, but I got injured uh, uh, towards the end of the season. And uh, for me, my family was there for me all the time, especially now that we play in empty stadiums because you need inspiration to to play
2: in empty stadiums. And uh, they were there for me all the time. Yes. And as a goalkeeper, talking about 15 clean sheets, do you set yourself a target of clean sheets before the season? Was this a target that you wanted to reach or to improve on the past seasons? Well,
0: I, 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 I did not set any targets this season because, of course, you, you will never know when you're going to play, mm. especially now, uh, as I said, during COVID times because uh, you, you, some players get infected uh, during the season and they miss out like four, five games and six games. So you can never say that I'm going to play the entire season in these COVID times. But uh, I would just thank God because I never got infected uh, the entire season and I got a chance to play uh, the last 25 games of the season. And uh, it really helped me to take one game at a time because when you play today and do well, you don't know when you're going to play next because uh, we were all getting tested all the time. And if you are infected, which means you're isolated and you're not going to be in the team. But uh, I thank God that I never tested uh, positive at any stage. And uh, I had to take every opportunity that was given to me to try and uh and keep a clean sheet. Of course, everyone has targets uh, mm. in life Of, of, of when, whenever we play, but I could not say targets because of the situation that is all over the world, but uh, I would just take one game at a time and all the time being reminded that a clean sheet will give us a point and we, we always get a goal and uh, it pushed us all the time.
2: Yes, and Looking at that goalkeeping department, I mean, there's you, there's a Kennedy, there's a Ricardo. How is how is the competition for places? And I'm just using competition for lack of a better word because it seems like whenever somebody is called up, even Kennedy, we've seen him season after season, even if he's called up towards the last moments of the season, he's always ready to deliver.
0: Well, it, it's a very uh, competitive group of goalkeepers, especially that we have uh, the new ones who came through, Ricardo Goss and... Uh, who are very good goalkeepers, fantastic goalkeepers. And uh, of course they knew that they are coming into the team which also has a little bit of competition and they need to work extremely hard. And it, it works like that everywhere. You need uh, good goalkeepers or good players to make you a better player, a better goalkeeper. So for me, it was all about competing for the same position but also helping each other to improve day by day or game by game because... Uh, as I said, previously I'd never made uh, 15 clean sheets. The, mm-hmm. the most I made probably was 12 or 11. But I've improved uh, in, in, in this season uh, uh, game because I had a lot of competitors around me who could uh, improve me as a person and who could push me to the limit because I know they can do the same job. But when I'm given the opportunity, I must give my best. So they are a group of uh, goalkeepers who work hard, and everyone wants to play. But at the same time, they inspire you and motivate you to work a little bit harder and try and
2: uh, get the best all the time when you play. Yes, and you mentioned that you were also hit by by injuries. How difficult is it to go through these injuries? Well, of
0: course, uh, injuries normally happen to me towards the end. I don't (laughs) know know why. (laughs) Because even last season, I got injured towards the end of the season. But... uh, amazingly, Kennedy normally comes in and he pulls off amazing games and great saves that uh, give the, the the team the trophy. And that's where experience counts and it comes in. But, uh, of course, I've tried my level best to come back as soon as possible. Like, right now, I've I got a broken finger uh, against Supersport, but uh, I don't think I'll make six weeks. I might make four or five weeks before I come back, but uh, it's all about the people that are around you that that try and motivate you because when you are depressed and you are injured you take long to heal but I've got people that I need to look after I need people to be around me and 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 remind me who I am and small injuries that I can heal quicker so okay. uh, it, it's not easy uh, most of the time but it helps me to also uh, spend a little bit of time with family because we travel a lot and we always income so it's it's it, for me. It's it's sometimes it's nice for the family to stay around, but it costs the team a little bit. But the guys who come through to 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 be in goals, they do the job
2: 100%. Okay, let's go to the lines. We've got a caller from Welcome. Oh, okay, we've got a voice note. Okay, let's start with a voice note. Our guest is Sundowns goalkeeper, PSL's goalkeeper of the season, won the league, won the league again with Sundowns, Denis Onyango, and 15 clean sheets from 25 matches. Doesn't get better than that, does it?
3: Hi, Katleho. Hi, Member Tabiso. Hi, Dennis Masinde Onyango, the Crane. Um, What a season. Over around 15 clean sheets, eight PSL titles, one CAF, one Super Cup, two net banks, one Africa's best player based in Africa. What more do we ask? What more do we want from you? It was long overdue, Dennis. Where to from here? That's my question. What else do you want? Is it an empty cup? I don't know. What else do you want? And a second cup? What is the moral in the camp? What is the mood in the camp at the moment? How did the three musketeers, I'm talking about Coach Rulani and Coach Steve have an impact on you? to clinch this 11th title. Thank
0: you. good evening my brother, one Africa from the Eastern Cape in Kiskamahook. A question for your guest there. Uh, players retire from their national teams and continue to play for their clubs. Is this money-based? Is it because their countries offer them <clears throat> less than their clubs? Is it a monetary issue or oh, it's something else that we, we, we don't know? Please, that's my question for your guest. Uh, otherwise, good show and uh, congratulations to your guest. Thank you.
4: Yeah, Good evening, Tabiso and the uh, whole SFM team. I've got a quick question for Dennis Onyango, definitely Africa's number one. Uh, my question to him is, I remember seeing him in East London. Uh, In a training session for a team called Blackburn Rovers. I don't know if he still remembers that team Uh, Just want uh, I just want him to take us back to those days Uh, Did it ever occur to him that uh, he would be Africa's number one goalkeeper and how did he? Keep himself motivated that he can still make it. He can still be one of the best Uh, goalkeepers in the continent because I think before then he had played PSL and then uh, moving to Blackburn Rovers at the time looked like a backward step in his career but for him to get back to being one of the top goalkeepers in Africa shows that uh, the guy's really motivated and so I just want him to share that with a couple of guys and perhaps a young goalkeeper somewhere is listening and wanting to know how do you keep yourself motivated even on challenging times thank you
2: thanks Tara there maybe let's start with that one Dennis because may I remember when you left Supersport and I think you went to Aces and people were saying Ah, Dennis what's going on why is he leaving Supersport United he's talking about your days at Blackburn Rovers in the Eastern Cape <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Dennis, what do you remember about those days
0: well uh, I've, 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 uh, uh first of all I will thank them for their question uh should I start with the black band yes please uh i, I no, i've never been to Blackburn Rovers i think probably wanted to say black Aces. but uh
1: oh, okay
0: of course uh uh it's very important as a player to have uh, a, 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 a to have a vision in football because uh, we don't play football just to. To have fun. It's our work, and uh, we, we take football serious. And uh, if you don't take football serious, that's why you find players play one season and they're out of of of, of favor, or they, you never see them again. I've I've also had ups and downs where I went to, I came from 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 Uganda. I came to South Africa and mm-hmm. played for SuperSport for mm-hmm. for four years, and uh, things didn't go well for the last. Uh, one or two years at Supersport where I did not have enough game time. And I wanted to move and, and have more game time. That's when they sold me to Black Aces. And uh, I would not say that it was a step back, but I got relegated uh, with Black Aces that same season that I went there. And uh, for me, it was a wake-up call to say, look, you need to work extremely hard. It's not going to be on a silver plate you need to work extremely hard and uh, I got the opportunity when I worked a little bit hard sundown saw me at black aces and they bought me and brought me to sundown but again I found a huge challenge where I had to fight over with with Wayne Sandeland and Calvin Marlin by then and uh, Brian Baloy and I just left uh, sundown and of course I was coming into his space uh, I would say that and there was Jackson Mabuquane at the club and I did not play football for two years, completely two years, but I never gave up. I knew that my chance would come, and uh, I think that's where it gets wrong with some players because they they give up easily and they think, well, when I get to sundown, I should automatically play. It doesn't happen like that in, in, in football. You need to adopt and get to know the style of football and, and uh, also uh, uh, get to work a little bit harder because Sometimes we might think that talent alone will help us to get into the team, but that doesn't happen. People would, would say that Sundown has talented players. Yes, but they are talented, but they work extremely hard. You cannot only rely on talent. And uh, when I realized that, I had to work extremely hard and wait for my opportunity, which also didn't come immediately because when <laughs> Coach Pizzo arrived at Sundown, again, he loaned me out to, mm. to, to beat best, best. Mm. and there was Monib Joseph, who was the number one goalkeeper by then, and I had to wait also for my opportunity, and I played, I think, four games at, at Bitvest and uh, Pizzo, and of course, people would not remember or would not never know this, but Coach Rulani and Coach Manova, they they uh, in, they told Coach Pizzo to bring me back to Sundown because they believed that I had the quality to help the team and achieve whatever it has achieved in the past few years, and uh, Of course, everyone would think that it's Coach Fitzgerald who brought me back because he was the head coach. But again, it was Coach Mangnova and Coach uh, uh, Rolani and Coach Wendell who told him, no, bring back Dennis and we see what he can do for us. So a little bit of patience from players and working a little bit harder, it will open up. Uh, blessings, and it will open up space for you to come and play because it's never easy, it's never gonna be easy, and no one is gonna give it on the plate for you. You must work for it, and that's what I did myself.
2: Yeah, well put there, Dennis. And there was also another voice note about you being Africa's number one, I think, no doubt about that. But and it's a common question on social media you've won almost everything now. What keeps you going? What more does Dennis want from the game?
0: Well, uh I think the same question will apply to some of the best players in the world who have won almost everything. I mean, you would say the same about Messi, he has won almost everything besides the World Cup. But what keeps him going is the motivation and the love for the game. Because, uh, I mean, it's it's, it's, it's it's not like I'm only playing to, to, to earn money. No, I, I, mm-hmm. I want to break records. Of course, right now I have uh, eight league titles on my belt. Uh the keeper Kekana has eight league titles and we were chasing Dane Clay's record of of six league titles and we managed to break that can we make it difficult for the youngsters who are coming out there but at the same time we still have the passion and we keep ourselves in shape Uh, I still want to win the Champions League of course it has failed in the last couple of years where we've come short in the semi-final the Mm. quarter-finals twice but I still want to 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 be in that best best team in africa because when you do well on the continent you get recognized and you make your legacy big i want to make my legacy big when i when i walk on the streets or my kids walk on the street they say that is denis onyango's uh, son he did this and he did that so i'm not only playing football because i i want to make make, add more time or years on my playing career no i want to break more records i want to Win more trophies for the club, and uh, because I said football is my life and football is my job, I want to make it look difficult for youngsters but inspire them as well at the same time to say, I can get 10 league titles more than tennis, I can do this more than this. Because we also started with one, but we are on eight.
2: Mm, Wonderful, there, Uh, Dennis. And then there was, and that's the hunger for more uh, that you need to have as a top athlete. There was a question, I think it was from. I don't know if it was the one from One Africa, but there was a question about your decision to retire from the national team, and I was going to ask that. When do you know that is the time, or how did you know it was the time to retire from the national team, and what motivated that decision?
0: Of course, uh, football is, is, is weird, especially in Africa, because uh, when 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 I go for the national team, traveling is always difficult. The, the way we travel, uh, you might be going to... To let's say Namibia, but then uh, you travel first to Kenya and come back to Namibia, which is very difficult because Namibia is just next door. Mm. But uh, the more you travel, you 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 are adding more mileage on 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 yourself because at my age, I believe that it was about time for me to retire. Of course, I could have I, I could have played more for the national team, but. I felt that I need to make more time for for family, more time for for the club, because sometimes when I go to the national team, I I come back uh, a little bit late, and I don't play the next game. So it costs the club. So sometimes it's all about the traveling between country to country, especially in Africa. It's not easy to travel directly. And uh, you need to also look at the club because it pays your salaries. And when you don't play, it's costing them money or it's costing them points. Of course, they've got replacement for you, but you're killing the momentum of the team. And uh, or from, from my case, I, I felt like I, I when I failed to take the team to the third AFCON in a row, I thought that it's a, it's about time for the team to rebuild and get a new goalkeeper as, as a nation and try and uh, get new players that will play the, the World Cup qualifiers and then start afresh again because... Sometimes you need to give opportunities to uh, the young goalkeepers we have in Uganda, like Ismail Watenga, who is doing well at mm. Kipa. Mm. Uh, for me, I, I felt like it's time for me to step aside and give the opportunity to the youngsters who were uh, doing well also at their clubs.
2: Yes, I saw actually Watenga is in the squad that will play against Bafana Bafana um, on Thursday in that friendly at the um, at Orlando. And how was it received back home, Dennis? How was your your retirement (laughs) received back home? Because I know we tried to speak to you, but you still wanted, or you were waiting for a response from back home. How did they take it?
0: (laughs) Well, of course, uh, it was not an uh, easy decision. First of all, for me, because. I know what uh, the national team has done for me because for me to become uh, Africa's best goalkeeper, it was also based on uh, what I've done with the national team and, of course, what I've done with Sundown uh, on the continent. But then when I I broke the news, it was not uh, welcomed well by uh, especially the Federation and uh, a few people in the country because they felt like I've left the team Uh, in a difficult situation, but uh, sometimes it's it's okay to leave when uh, people still like you rather than being uh, forced out of the national Mm -hmm. team because for me, I believe that it was about time. They did not uh, like it that a leader who was the captain of the team has abandoned the ship, but uh, sometimes you need to take decisions and and move on because uh, if, if I stay longer than I'm supposed to stay, then I might spoil what I've done for the, for the team. And as I said, I had to give opportunities to the youngsters out there. It's not easy to rebuild the team, but sometimes it's okay to rebuild and start over again.
2: And then there's a question, another common question here, Dennis, about do you see yourself finishing your career at Sundowns? Are you hoping that happens? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, definitely, I would love to finish my career at Sundown. if Sundown still wants me around. I, I'm still contracted <laughs> to Sundown but I would love to stay with a club which has a lot of ambitions like Sundown mm-hmm. and uh, inspire youngsters and see if I can pass on my knowledge to the next uh, goalkeeper out there and try and help them to become better than what I was.
2: Wonderful. Dennis, we're going to have to leave it there just because of time, but it's been a pleasure talking to you and we really appreciate the insight uh, that you've given us here and that's just the, the fact that hard work will get you where you are. And just finally, at at at. 36, what would you say is key to your longevity or does it go back to what you were saying about hard work or does discipline also have a huge part to play?
0: Of course, uh, hard work plays a a huge role but you need to to allow your body to recover. uh, Have enough rest because of course if you don't rest well and you're working hard at my age, you won't be able to play football uh, for longer. So for me, it's hard work and rest and give your body enough rest because it's, it's, it's a body. Even a car, when you drive it the whole day at night, it must rest. But if you don't rest, of course, <laughs> it's going to affect you the following day. But, uh, of course, the club manages me well. Uh, the goalkeeper coach, Wendell Robinson, manages us well. Me and Kennedy, because you saw when Kennedy came on, uh, he yeah. looked like a 15-year-old. <laughs> <in God>. So <laughs> It's the way uh, uh, players are managed that helps them to stay to play longer or stay longer in football. And the way also they look after themselves. It helps them to recover and uh, get going.
2: Wonderful. And you actually remind me of a save that Kennedy made. I think it was last season when you were injured against Chippa and Loftus. Last minute save there, Kennedy. Was it last season or the season before? The,
0: the season before, he saved the ball on the line.
2: On the line. Eh? And what a big <laughs> save it was. But thanks, uh, Dennis. Thanks for sharing insight with us. We wish you all the best. You deserve everything that comes your way. You are a true professional and you've been a great servant of the game for the people of Uganda and you've represented them very well and also here in South Africa. We really appreciate your professionalism.
0: Thank you very much and thanks to the Sundown supporters for believing in us and giving us the courage all the time.
2: Thanks, Dennis Onyango, Sundown's number one goalkeeper of the season, former Uganda's number one uh, goalkeeper of the season on in, on the continent. He was goalkeeper of the year, also Kev Champions League winner, Kev Super Cup
1: winner, Ndiba Landuni.